Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. We have to make sure that it gets there with integrity. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. We're very much focused on others just as an industry. This is the Pro AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, from innovative tech to game-changing news, only on MarketScale. Sound check complete. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. AV and furniture. AV in furniture. It sounds like two subjects you'd never hear colliding, but that couldn't be more untrue. The balance between the interior design of a functional work or creative space and the AV powering that space is delicate and very intentional. For example, does your meeting room have a historic 20th century oak table, but you want seamless charging stations and ethernet inputs? Looks like you're going to have to drill a hole in that table. It's a problem AV integrators have faced time and time again, and I'm not kidding, that exact problem. Aaron Rubner, CEO and President of Avtech, along with Robert Parsons, VP of Sales for Taurus Technologies, came into the MarketScale studio to look at more of the biggest pitfalls business owners fumble into by accident when AV integration is a secondary thought. Parsons and Rubner also take a hard look at the huddle room and why they are one of the biggest markets for innovative AV integrated furniture. Kind of a mouthful. All right, let's dive in. All right, so we're joined in the Dallas studio by Aaron Rubner, president of Avtech, and Robert Parsons, VP of Sales for Taurus Technologies. Aaron, welcome back. How does it feel to be back in the MarketScale studio? Excellent, man. Uh, the new studio looks great and look forward to getting the show on the road. But Robert, this is your first time here. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Wonderful. It's great to have you both here. Tell me a little bit about what you do with uh, Taurus Technologies and how you and Avtech partner together. Certainly. So... Uh, so Taurus is a commercial integrator, Great. and uh, we're complete turnkey. Uh, some people would refer to that as design-build. Okay. We've been in the industry for a little over 15 years now, almost 16. And um, we started off as a, as a firm that simply would meet the needs of the integration side of the business. Sure. If someone needed something installed uh, anywhere really on the planet, we would go there and take care of that for them. And um, our business continued to, to morph as a basis of a bunch of engineers that mm-hmm. thought that they knew everything there was to know about installing the products. And we said, well, why don't we just design it and sell it as well? And uh, Aaron and I used to actually work together um, cool. many years ago Yep. when he was with Taurus and I was out in the field as an engineer. And um, since that time, I've, I've uh, kind of worked my way through being a field engineer into sales and now the leader of the sales team. So. Aaron and I have a lot of history. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. So you're a reseller of Avtech's products. That's correct, yeah. So we've been reselling Avtech since our existence, um, and it, it obviously makes it a nice fit to, to not only have known them for a long time, right. but also the quality of their products is you know, bar none. Amazing. Well, I'm glad we have both of your perspectives because the topic we're digging into today is the intersection of furniture and AV. So I think... You know, upon first glance, it doesn't sound like worlds that would collide, but they really have a lot to do with each other more than maybe the outsider might think. But if you're in the pro AV industry, you know that there are plenty of solutions out there, especially 
as working spaces change, you start digging into co-working spaces, um, walls are literally being torn down, and it's all about open collaborative spaces, the actual furniture in your space. So tell me why this combination of furniture and AV is so important. You know, what about having AV either integrated directly into the furniture or being conscientious about how you lay out your interior design with your AV, like why is that important? You hit the nail on the head with being you know, cognizant of what you're putting in the room, how you want the room to work and the furniture that's built around it. The last thing you want to do is build this beautiful $15,000 Brazilian wood table and not consider, hey, I may need to cut out this table or I may need something for this and then have to go in after the fact with a whole saw with a scared tech having to make this hole in this table and right. hope that it works out. Right. So thinking about that from the get-go is Job is on the line. Absolutely. You know, saw absolutely. Absolutely. In, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Sounds like something we've both been through. There. Yeah, no, and, and no doubt. You know, you, you do walk into these conference rooms, and they do have these high-end tables, and you still have to shoehorn it in there. Yeah. And if you have that thought process up front and you can control that, it makes it that much easier. Definitely. Definitely. And what have you seen as you resell products like Avtex? Uh, is this something that's at the forefront of business owners' minds when they're putting together their space? Or is this still something that, like you mentioned, you know, it, it becomes um, a second part of the process and then you're drilling holes in fancy furniture? You know, unfortunately, it is a, an afterthought yeah. in most instances. And, and that's unfortunate. But what we can do with our knowledge is, is try to correct that as much as possible. And when we make introductions um, for customers to Avtech, for example, then they start to see that. And in the future, maybe it's not an afterthought any longer. Um, and the technology that is in furniture today, a lot of people just, I mean, they just don't think about it. Yeah. Um, it's almost, uh, if you want to take the analogy of when you bought a, a vehicle 15 years ago, you didn't think about the technology that was inside of it. You just thought, how long can I drive this vehicle yeah. before I run it into the ground? Right, yeah. right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and that now people, as they shop for vehicles, just use that simulation, they're looking at the technology inside of it, and they're thinking about more what's on the inside. Right. And I think we're starting to see people understand that thinking about how furniture can be functional and technical is just as important, if not more important, than you know its overall look at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. I feel like we've been seeing this more and more recently. Like I said, working spaces are changing. And one of the, I think, newest and um, most like emerging kind of space in a workspace is the huddle room. Uh, you're seeing small, constrained spaces, but not out of a lack of design. It's actually intentional. You know, people want to be close together, jam-packed, uh, encouraging that face-to-face -face collaboration. Tell me a bit about how huddle rooms have really influenced maybe changes in this intersection of furniture and AV. Um, what's some trends you've seen there? I think one interesting thing about the huddle rooms is, you know, the last time we, we were here, we talked about IT and AV converging. Right. And I think the huddle room has kind of made the furniture world, world and the AV world kind of converge as well. So yeah. I, I found that interesting. And I also find interesting the the idea of the huddle room period, because you mentioned being close together and being, uh, me personally, I'm not that way, but a lot of people are. Right. And you're seeing that more and more in, in, in the bigger buildings, not even the bigger buildings, uh, higher ed, uh, corporate 500 or yeah. Fortune 500 companies are all doing that. Even smaller companies are doing it. And it's, it's an interesting concept and it's something that we've tried to take advantage of as much as possible. Yeah. Is it something that you're seeing a lot of businesses implement into their space? Uh, I feel like it is becoming pretty ubiquitous uh, no matter what industry you're working in. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, uh, I remember the huddle word yeah. first coming out and it being such a big buzzword for our industry. And now you see spaces not like yours where, you know, we need more meeting spaces. Mm. We need to be able to increase our productivity. And to do that, we need to collaborate with one another. And you'll have people that use a hallway space, you know, with the right style of furniture and technology. And, and it can be overwhelmingly productive. Right. Yep. Um, and that's, that's really a core of both of our businesses is seeing those spaces and talking to customers about how well they can be used. Yeah. So what kind of furniture are you seeing in a huddle space today? I think on one end you have the furniture that's just there for aesthetic reasons, and then you've got the furniture that's there to actually serve a purpose. I mean, it could be a podium with an integrated mic. It could be a table with an integrated screen, whatever it may be. Sure. So, so one thing when, when the huddle buzz you know, started three or four years ago, we saw a lot of all-in-one table solutions, meaning that you would have a table connected to an upright piece that would ha- house a display. The last couple of years, we've seen a, a couple of years. Last year, we've seen a more transition to a standalone table, usually bar height, because I'm not sure what the, the deal is with bar height stuff, but it seems to make people more comfortable, uh-huh. kind of lean in and have a better engaging conversation. And then, again, the last time we were here, we talked about interactive touch panel displays. You have a huddle table, you have a display on a wall, and that's what we're seeing in a lot of spaces now. Something that simple as far as the technology and the furniture really? goes. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, how are businesses responding to that kind of design? Well, I think it's it's simple, right? You yeah. have one display on a wall, and you have a simple table with some bar height chairs mm-hmm. or not. Um, right. So that's it makes it easy. It makes it, you know, Robert's job on the, the installation side that much easier. Um, sure, your dollar amount as a, as a VAR may decrease, but, again, you may put more of those rooms in to help with that. Sure. Yeah, we're seeing, I mean, I think we should talk a little bit more about the bar height because – a lot of people have, you know, they get sit-stand desks yes. in their office, yep. right? Yep. And they want to do that because they want to feel more healthy. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that that serves the purpose to make meetings quicker. You know, if you're standing there talking, you're not gonna you're not gonna talk as not long naturally, right? Um, as opposed right. to me sitting in this chair being super comfortable. Right. So I think that that when I talk to customers um, about huddle spaces. I try to influence them to, like you said, go to the bar stool height because one, it's it's going to give you what you need for the productivity, and two, it's going to make those meetings much faster. Yeah, it keeps people from parking. Yeah. Right, right. I, I love that. And it's interesting you bring up that the designs are getting simpler. Um, I feel like even though we are seeing really great technology empower more of these interactive uh, furniture plus AV pieces. I think to a degree, you're also seeing a lot of BYOD environments. So, you know, bringing your own device into that huddle room, you don't necessarily need the table with the integrated touchscreen. You instead need a huddle room that has great connectivity and has a a network infrastructure in there that's going to be able to house five or six streaming devices and phones and a video conferencing wall. So uh, how are you seeing the IT side and the actual integrated furniture side sort of compete. Uh, are you seeing the industry lean in one direction more than the other? Um, you know, I guess simple, un-AV-ified <laughs> furniture sure. versus um, something that does have a screen or a microphone attached. Well, I think it, it is still today customer-based. You'll have right. particular customers that, you know, wireless is the way to go. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have to worry about the connection type adapters, cables on the table, and what we do is we work with Aptech. We we pick the right table and we give them a wireless presentation tool that allows them to meet their needs of right. their business. Right. 
Um, but you still need uh, technology in the table. Even if it's not about the physical connection for BYOD to, mm -hmm. to show your content, maybe it's about wireless charging yeah. for your devices, which will become more and more popular, I mean, even as we're sitting here. Right, a table with a USB port, just accessible. Yeah, well, maybe not even that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the tables actually have wireless inductive plates Built into them. them, yeah. Um, so now you know your your entire table, for example, has the ability to charge your new iPhone mm. by simply setting it there. Right. And again, I think that that increases productivity. And I, you know, I don't sit there and say, "Well, gosh, Aaron, where are you going? Oh, I got to go grab a charger, charger. for my phone." Right. Uh, if we're going to be sitting here, yeah, just toss yeah. it on the table. Yeah. So, I think to answer your question short, between wireless and wired and and the tables, it really is customer dependent. But yeah. we're seeing a lot of really cool technology come out, um, and, and in part because of what AppTech does to, to be able to promote those in those spaces. Definitely. I'm glad you brought up that tech because I wanted to ask what some of that innovative technology is in the space that's really, I don't know, catching your eyes. Um, what comes to mind for me is micro LED technology, making those screens just more gorgeous and uh, you can get closer and not see the pixel pitch, right? So are you seeing that plus anything else? I guess to dig into what you're seeing customers want most and maybe just something that's new on the scene that hasn't quite caught on yet. I'll probably defer to Robert more on the new technology side because what we do is, I hate to call it this, but it's the dumb side of it, right? <laughs> I, 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 I give you a piece of furniture, I give you a piece of metal, and it's then Robert's job to make that all seamless, right? Yeah. The, the technology work with the furniture. And sure, Avtech has a lot of responsibility in making sure that whatever he's picked fits perfectly into that table. Of course. But actually making that solution work for the end client is, is you know, kind of something that you know, Robert does. Sure. I, I think um, some of the things, like you mentioned, micro-LED is, is going to be huge for us. Um, you mentioned the pixel pitch, not being able to have to be a certain distance away from it is mm -hmm. very important. Um, also, the overall longevity of it, the maintenance, and the seams. Um, we're getting to a space where people want them to be more clear and higher resolution and not have a, a let's say it's a video wall that's built into a piece of furniture, um, not have the seams of the traditional video solutions in the past. Right. Other things we're seeing in, um, in tables, especially as we start to stem these ideas from customers, are, are some some of the things Aptex has been been doing for a while? Um, whiteboard tables, you know, finishing a tabletop with the ability to use a dry erase marker on there. So let's say that you're in a marketing firm and you want to storyboard something out. At, I mean, it's one thing to go over to the wall, but you're all sitting there already, um, and that's really simple. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, we also see. Flat panel technology, both touch and non-touch, going into tables. Mm. Um, those are immensely popular now. Um, an architectural firm, maybe they want to sit there and put up their floor plans and mark them up and make changes to power, or data, or conduit locations. And keeping you there at the table as opposed to getting up and going to a touch screen is, is very powerful. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that until they actually see it. So that's just a couple of the things that we're starting to see. For some of these more, I guess, legacy companies that already have their space and are wanting to get ahead of the curve, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that they see when trying to implement this great tech? To me, it's a lot of it's table shape. Yeah. You know, especially if you're using video in this conference room or huddle room, whatever the room may be, table shape plays a big key to it that a lot of people don't think about. 
last thing you want is a square or rectangle table where you have people lined up on either side look, you know, peeking around one side or the other. Right. You know, trapezoid shape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Teardrop, guitar mm-hmm. picks, stuff like that is, it's more conductive for video. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And that's such a, like, a little thing that a business owner may not be thinking of when they're designing their space. So I think that's just representative more and more of how the pro-AV industry is having to become very consultative. You know, when they're communicating with their clients, um, it's not quite as we're just going to hire you to set this up and we're going to leave. It's we are going to hire you to be part of the whole creative process of how should we design this room? What products to use? How do we best use it? Because once it's in, I mean, we're not the experts. Like, y'all are the experts. So uh, how are you seeing these changes in technology affect that relationship between your customers? I feel like it probably makes it a little stronger, honestly. Well, sure. If you can get those suggestions in early, that's, that's awesome. And yeah. you, you certainly help them that much more. The the challenge has been, and Robert mentioned this earlier, is getting into those projects early enough where you can help control that furniture in these conference rooms. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, again, we're, we're forced as AV integrators, and pardon me, not me being an AV integrator, but forced to go in and after fact to make these things work. If right. you can have those conversations up front, you're going to save a lot of headaches. Yeah. A lot of headaches and, and a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We um, we run into situations very commonly where, you know, somebody has looked through a catalog of a furniture provider right. and picked out something nice and that's fit in the budget. Mm-hmm. And no one's talked about, you know, how do we how are we actually going to get cabling to this table and how is that going to be concealed? Oh, it's not going to be concealed. Um, you know, how do we get power there? Where's the phone going to sit? Um, when we have equipment in the room, where can we hide it? Yeah. And these conversations start to come up uh, too late in the game, unfortunately. But when we start to deal with them, you know, Aptech makes a, an excellent solution that, you know, is a table leg. And it can be outfit to an existing table. And now we have a space to store gear discreetly, but functionally. Mm. Uh, so it, that's, that's a lot of what we're, what we're trying to get to. Right. And as, I think as customers start to see it, then they're really embracing it. Like, you know, okay, well, now we have this integrator Hopefully, Taurus. That is it. Well, you come in looking like a hero, right? Right. You you come in and you have all these suggestions that again not only save money but they make it work right. And you're you are the hero at that point. You know, you know, bringing that up, you know, to start with. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think most times clients don't really know what they need. You have to be there to. I mean, they know what they want, but they don't know what they need. And so you're there to point them in that right direction and get them. With the best furniture, the best AV, and the best combination of both. So, yeah. All right. Well, Aaron, Robert, I really want to thank you for joining us on the podcast and digging into this intersection of furniture and AV. I feel like we're going to continue to see new technology emerge and make its way, whether integrated into the tables or just influencing the way that tables or the rest of the design of a room changes. It's a pretty cool time to be in this industry. So I want to thank you all for giving us some insight and... I'm looking forward to having you back in the studio soon. Cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure to leave a comment and a rating wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.